see my figgy. Ten things to know about Warner Brothers Studio Tour. One of the things that we like to do when we go to California, Los Angeles area, visiting Disneyland, is take these studio tours. They're very interesting, and sometimes they're you, you got to have a little bit low expectations, but they're a lot funner than they seem from the outside. I love it. I love all things movies. You guys, if you're following us on Unlocking the Magic podcast, you know how much I miss the great movie ride in Hollywood Studios in Walt Disney World. So when we head over to California, the first thing I want to do is see all things movies. And I was really excited about doing this Warner Brothers Studio Tour because it's accessible. In order to visit the Walt Disney Studios, you actually have to do an Adventures by Disney, which we haven't done. No, not yet. So this is... An immersive experience that takes you through this legendary studio lot. And today we're going to talk about what we did, what there is to know at this really cool place. And it's not that expensive, too. You can get a ticket for about 60 or $70 per person. It's not necessarily a VIP tour where you go alone, but there's not a huge group of people. It's, it's about, you know, 8 to 10 people in your group, and they take you on a golf cart ride through the studio and kind of show you and share a little behind the scenes as to how they make TV shows and, and movies and if you're into movies and nostalgia, and not even nostalgia, if you're into movies, it's so cool to see where they created these scenes and how they transform from scene to scene with the same set. Not only movies, but the Warner Brothers actually started, they were pioneers in starting the TV show. So if you're a really big fan of TV shows, for instance, Friends, you're going to see a lot of behind the scenes that you might not ever get to see elsewhere. And just really being being right next door to everything that really where the magic happens, it's pretty neat. Let's go. Let's get into these 10 things then. So, all right, number one, it what is it? So the Warner Brothers Studio Tour is a somewhat private. You know, you have your little group, but to me it feels really private. You get a behind-the-scenes tour of one of the world's most famous movie studios, and the lot is actually huge. It's over 100 acres. One of the things that caught my attention when it comes to this studio tour is how many of these buildings they have so when you go to the studios you think of to me when i thought of studios i thought of like this big open area that they made movies in and they make sets but it's actually a lot of these hangar type buildings they look like airplanes would belong in them yeah and they even took us to one where it was a movie set and it had a pool area and if you watch the tv show of this set you would think it's outside but it's actually in this building Lighting, a lot of creativity, a lot of amazing people that build these gorgeous sets. They really feel 100% real. Yeah, it almost makes you feel like, you know. They really feel real. An Instagram photo, right? Like you see an Instagram photo and it looks really nice, but then you see it in real life. You're like, that's not it. So number two, you can explore iconic sets and backlots used in some of the world's most famous films and TV shows, such as Friends, which was really fun. But my favorite was where they pointed out one of the set that belonged to the Goonies. So the Goonies scene at the end when they find the ship with the treasure on it and they're in the water, that scene was actually recorded in one of these hangar-type studios and they created the massive pool with water. And to see the studios where they did that, you're like, you think to yourself, how did they, how did they ever be, how were they ever able to do that? I fangirled so hard when I found out that the Goonies was filmed there. It's one of my favorite scenes with the big, huge pirate ship. Hey, you guys. (laughs) I love that movie, and I love just finding out how how exactly they created it. And to me, it's amazing that they have this big tank that they can fill with water and have accessible for something that large to fill the room. You would think, oh, well, they're using CGI nowadays. 
actually, no, a lot of it is really building things that they have to create for these movie sets. And that to me is phenomenal. I love, I love all that stuff. And it brings us to number three, I think, where we took a tour on the, on the golf cart ride. They took us through the kind of the carpentry section of the lot where they make all of these. And those people in there painting and creating the sets and the facades, because you think they're real houses, but they're not, they're just facades. They're facades and they were actually, you could smell the paint, it was freshly painted. What Whatever project that, that they were currently working on, they had a whole room of the, these going on. It's just to me incredible and, and brings me back to really how much is involved to make a TV show or a movie. You often just see the actors on screen, but you don't realize how many people and how much talent it really takes behind the camera and all the work, every detail is is important for when something is on the screen. You kind of know why now it takes so long. When you do these tours, you, you know why it takes so long to create a movie because you watch the movie and you, you think to yourself, wow, they're working on this movie for a year or two years and you're like, why does it take so long? But then yeah. you realize that just one scene could be a week's process. Right, they show you during the tour how they film certain things. Some of it maybe we knew, but it was really cool to actually watch and actually be in the rooms of these sets and, and explain to us, okay, well, this is where the actor stands and this is where the camera goes. Then they have to pick up and move everything to shoot a different angle, and that can take hours upon hours. I love it, but... <laughs> it's like it's yeah, they also told us, like, I think it was the difference between a single camera shot and a multi-camera shot, right. whereas a multi... I don't know the difference. You were paying attention. I was paying attention. Like, I really couldn't explain exciting. it right now in a, in a a way that someone should listen to me. <laughs> yeah. But from what oh, I gathered, one of them was like, all right, there's two actors there. And one of them was, you think a scene has two actors in it, but it's actually one actor at a time. Yeah. And then they splice them together. So sometimes you see them sitting or talking to each other, and you think, oh, they just right in front of each other. They're having that dialogue together. Meanwhile, they're really talking to themselves, and a lot of it is... So the other actors in the trailer are taking a nap. They're eating a snack. Yeah, it's crazy how they do that in the movies. It brings you back to like... Well, it's kind of like this podcast, right? Like, you see us on the screen right here? Hi. I recorded mine separate. Oh, right. Yeah, you're just talking to nobody <laughs> You're right upstairs now. taking a nap in the office. I'm, I'm, I'm recording my section now. Awesome. I <laughs> love that. All right, number four, you can actually see sets used in the Harry Potter movies. Our kids really loved that part of it. They got to see Harry's bedroom and the setup under the stairs. I have a really great video that I shared. It, well, I can share part of this. And I really loved how immersed the kids were. And, of course, I was really excited. But to, to, to see them understand what goes on for these movies and what it takes – it was really eye-opening, and I, I felt that they had a new sense of appreciation. And they also, there was one of these um, spots in that tour, like when you get to walk through after on your own, and they had a, a camera set up where it was forced perspective, kind of like what we talked about on our Unlocking the Magic podcast, how the Main Street buildings are set up. And I sat in one chair, and you sat in one chair, and it looked like you were a giant, and I was uh, a miniature person. That was the best. It was so much fun. I actually, I, I think I made you do it. You, you were, did. I you didn't want to do it. You but didn't want to do it. it. I mean, that's with everything. But you finally gave. You finally caved, and I'm so glad you did because that was a lot of fun for for me. I hope all it was fun. was you had a chair that was closer to the camera. Basically, that's it. But this, but what made it was the the way they had the specific camera film and the background of everything i mean the whole setup really made it look like it was real yeah it looked like a giant and i'm not gonna lie it felt kind of good for a change now you know what i feel on a daily basis <laughs> yeah number four you can see the actual sets 
Um, I'm sorry, number five, you can set up and step into the DC universe and explore the actual sets used in Batman and Superman movies. You know what's, You know what I found the most interesting? What? These costumes that these, these actors are tiny people. For the most part, looking- Like even the Rocks, even the Rocks Black Adam suit. Do you, you size yourself up? I was like, shit? you know what? The Rock's not that big. I can I can do that. It looks kind of like a small suit. How'd the rockets fit in that? <laughs> you like you size yourself up. I and did. You're like I can do this. I was like, wow, I'm bigger than Superman. <laughs> I thought that was a really part. That's towards the end of the tour, and you get to see Batman and the Superman setups. And I thought that was really interesting, and far more actually. They had more than I anticipated. They did. They have a whole bunch. They had Batmobile. They had the Bat motorcycle that was in the Batman movies. They had DC. Uh, Black Adam, Superman, all kinds of stuff that they had that they're a part of with the DC universe that they don't do a good job of with the movies. <laughs> but they did have the costumes there. Number six, we already talked about this, but, you know, because we talk a lot, but the tour also includes a visit to the sound stages where some of the most iconic scenes in the movie and TV history were filmed, Back to the Goonies. That, to me, was really cool. And they, they shared a, a lot. And you could see, and this is not the... So there's different levels of the tour you can take and actually go into one of these sound stages. We were on a budget to that, that day, this day. And so we didn't, well, I would say, I don't know if you were going to love it as much as I think you did, which made you kind of go on the lower tier. Well, I think you have to decide what kind of experience you want. If sure. you were really into Friends or really into, what was the other show that they were talking about well, a lot about? The Big Bang Theory. The Big but, Bang but Theory. Just, but or just there's another one the, the, with the, the show with the girls. Gilmore Girls? Gilmore Girls, thank yes. you. <laughs> I wasn't a fan of any of those, so. Well, I, I think it's more about being a fan of the process, too. So, for me, even though I watch maybe one out of those three shows, I still really love watching the process of it. True. I enjoy that as well, and that's why I did like this tour. But if it was a show, we went on the Paramount tour, I think it was, and it showed, like, behind the scenes of some Seinfeld episodes or some... Uh, Avenger movies, and to me, since I saw those movies, I related with that one a lot more. So if you would do like Friends or Gilmore Girls or The Big Bang Theory, going on these tours where the shows you like are actually filmed makes it much more deeper for you. Good point, but I loved how we got to drive by all the sound stages, and on the exterior of the building, you could see what has yeah. shot there, what is currently being produ in production. That's super fun. You know what else I realized? What's up? There's a lot of bad movies out there. There's a lot because there's happens. a lot of movies that were on those plaques that no one's ever heard of. Yeah, but you know what? That is a way to get to a good movie. It's kind of like with anything else. You gotta try and try again until that right magic comes along, and who knows if it's gonna be good unless you start. I mean, they thought. Speaking of, you know, back then too, Star Wars was considered a bad movie That's when true. when the actors were even in it. They didn't think it was gonna be a big deal, and look what happened. So you That's never, also true. you never know. Okay, where am I? Number seven. We You can also look at the studio's archives and get a unique look at the history of the studio. That is one thing I really appreciated. This might sound really silly and crazy, but I didn't realize that the Warner Brothers were actually brothers. Like, I just, it never, I just, Warner Brothers, it, to me, it's like Walt Disney, right? When you think of Walt Disney World, sometimes you forget that Walt Disney is actually a person. Right. He, well, he's not anymore. He was. Well, you know. But he was, uh, it was a family business. And when you see Disney World or Disneyland, you don't think, if you're not a super fan like we are, yeah. you don't correlate that with him. You just right. correlate it with, oh, that's the name of the brand. Exactly. The, the, the coolest thing for me was to see one of the Warner Brothers uh, phone books. Totally, Like a yeah. handwritten phone book of all his contacts. And he had Walt Disney's name in there and he could, 
He could call Walt Disney if he wanted to. That is really cool. Imagine that. Imagine having that phone number back then. I tried to call the number, but nothing happened. Okay. Thanks for sharing that. Number eight, the tour includes a stop at the Warner Brothers Commissary where you can enjoy a meal or a snack. It's a pretty good size area. We didn't stop to eat anything. We had eaten. We had plans to eat somewhere after. Right. But it's a really great thing that they offer at the end so that you can hang out as long as you want to. And, and it had a Friends it. theme to it, too, wasn't it? What was yeah. it? Central Perk? That was cool. It was. It was cool. I like to see the couch, too. If you are familiar with the Friends show, the couch, the fu- the, the beginning scene uh, where they have the couch in front of the fountain, they, you dro- we drove right by that, and it was like a replica of the couch in front of that fountain that they shot that scene at. So number nine, you can visit the Warner Brothers Ranch, which is the outdoor set. I think that's what you were talking about wanting to see earlier. Yeah. Where you could see sets of some of the studio's most famous films. I like that part of it a lot. We lucked out. We were in California during a heavy rainstorm, and we just lucked out in going to this tour when it didn't rain. Not that it rains a whole lot in California, but I don't know if I would be able to enjoy this part of the tour. If it was raining? If it was raining. I don't know if it continues. That'll be a good question to discover if they if it's rain or shine. I think it is. But... I definitely loved this part of the tour where it was outside. You got to see a lot of the exterior sets and just kind of imagine yourself in the place of the actor and just picture, you know, where the director is, where everybody is taking place and watching you perform. Two scenes that they said were filmed there that I resonated with. Number one was the when um, Spider-Man was upside down. There's a famous scene where he's kissing uh, in the uh, in the Spider-Man movie and he's upside down. They said... He was upside down for, I think it was six or seven hours in that day recording that scene. And I was thinking to myself, wow, he's soaked. They had to stick uh, cotton balls up his nose so that the water wouldn't go up his nose because he was hanging upside down and it was raining. And then the second one that I loved was they shot a Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial there where he was recording a Pepsi commercial, Michael Jackson, down the street, kind of singing and dancing. And they show you the street that that was recorded on. I really thought that that was interesting, especially the I liked the Spider-Man a shot where they showed exactly how he was hanging and then just thinking about wow the rain is actually or the water was real yeah and he's actually getting really soaked and they had you know limited time here with him upside down but it seems like he he was he struggled through he really did it is cool to think back of wow michael jackson was on this street right here performing yeah that's what i think that's pretty amazing just to kind of Close your eyes and pretend that you were part of that and, and, and try to reimagine what it what, what it takes to do what they do. It's pressure, too. Imagine being Michael Jackson or you think these actors have these amazing jobs and they like, oh, they make tons of money. But having the pressure on you to perform with all those people watching, depending on you to do it and do your scene correctly in not only just correctly, but do it well. Well, there's a lot of people on the clock. Yeah. If, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. One thing I love with like the Marvel movies is how they basically now make you. So one of my favorite things to do is at the end of a movie, watch the credits. Because I love to see how many people it takes to create a film. It's just like a weird thing that I've always loved. But I love how Marvel kind of forces. Yeah. You, do, you do, recognize those people because they put the end scene in. Exactly. And I'm so grateful for that because I it now finally I can convince my whole family to stay with me and watch all the credits. But look at, look at all those people the next time you... You know, you think about a, a movie being played of how many people are on the clock. You know what? Marvel does a great job of that. I wonder why more movies don't do that at the end and utilize that time to put extra scenes in. Maybe it's just too much work and Marvel is just trying to get the next movie going. Or maybe they just did it and everyone's like, darn, we can't copy, what I want to copy them. them. Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes you got to do it Yeah, if, if it's interesting. 
One of my favorite scenes actually for me outside was the road from Jurassic Park where Dr. Malcolm's Jeep is seen speeding away from the Jeep. From the um, his Jeep is speeding away from the T Rex. Yeah. To me, that was really funny because everybody knows I love Jeff Goldblum. He's an awesome actor, and just trying to have him feel terrified when there's actually not really a dinosaur there, and having to do it multiple times is pretty funny. That was interesting. I to me, that's fascinating to me when you can create a scene where there's a dinosaur supposedly trying to attack you, but there's not really one there. Yeah. And to be able to show that emotion, that's why I'm not an actor. Well. There is a talk that Steven Spielberg actually had to film that scene 200 times before they... Because it was so difficult? I don't know if it was difficult, but they edited it all together to Uh. do it. So that's incredible to me. I just love it. You really... It is is the magic of editing, though. That's true. Which we don't utilize in this podcast, but most people do. Right. (laughs) Zero. I mean, we a little bit, but no, we're not professionals, or we don't claim to be at all. Not at all. Number 10, and this is something that you talked about a little bit, but the fact that... The Warner Brothers had Walt Disney in their roller decks. But what the cool thing is that a lot of people probably don't realize is a lot of other studios rent spaces at this place because they need the space. And Walt Disney and other companies rent out the studio for their own projects. It's interesting to see how they work together because you think, and they are competing studios. Right. But even the Paramount Studio Tour that we did, there was TV shows and other companies that rented out spots. Maybe because you have a spot that is just better served for your movie and they yeah. have it and you don't. Right. And you can rent out that space and maybe we should do some co- sort of event there. We should rent it out. I think they just said, one of the things that the lady said was there was the street that Michael Jackson was shooting his Pepsi commercial on. A, co- a big Fortune 100 corporation rented out the space and had their Christmas party there and the CEO came flying in on a zip line <laughs> in the middle of that. How cool would that be to like rent out a space and have your company party Just on the Warner Brothers Have store? a party. You have to like movies, but I think most people do. I mean, the great movie ride in Walt Disney World, it was just about movies, right? That's the magic. Movies are so great. It's like, and that's what we try to do with this podcast yeah. and these podcasts that we do is like, it's like taking your brain away from real life and immersing you in a story and yeah. entertaining you for hours and i think that's um why these studio tours are so fun because it brings you back to that without having to go to a movie exactly just being immersed in the environment really makes you realize how great it can be an escape for everybody and i know it's not for the tour itself might not be for everybody but i love the energy i you can feel the history when you're walking through these areas to me, that's part of it. And our youngest daughter loved it. She said that was great. She loved it so much, and I didn't think she was going to. But I think because she's starting to get into those shows, she kind of recognized some of the scenes and some of the areas. And, you know, it, it is interesting. Not only is it fun, but it's a learning opportunity to share with your kids, too, because you can see the behind the scenes of how these shows are running. You know, maybe one of your kids isn't an extrovert and doesn't love attention, but they really love movies. And yeah. you can say, you know what? There's so many other career paths or jobs you can do to be part of the movie without having to be the main actor. Without having to be on screen. Yeah. There's so much, obviously, to do. And I think that I would love to give those people more credit because there's just so much talent behind the scenes. So I highly recommend you take this tour. If you're in the Los Angeles area, I think it's in Burbank, right near the Disney Studios. Um, Easy location to get to if you have a rental car. Uh, it's not an expensive tour. It's fun. It's only a couple hours, and you get to kind of see some behind the scenes, and it's something different to do. It's like a little bit of fun and a little bit of learning about the movies and how your favorite movies and shows are made. Where great productions happen. I highly recommend it. <laughs> All right. 
That's going to do it for us. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hit the subscribe button. Let us know if you've ever taken the tour. Question of the show. Have you ever taken the any studio tour when you're in Los Angeles? Is it on your bucket list maybe? Drop it in the comments below. We would love to hear from you, and we will see you on the next one.